Welcome to the Hurricane Center podcast, produced by the Storm Science Network and part of the National Tropical Weather Conference. This podcast is made possible by USAA, the South Padre Island Convention and Tourist Bureau, and Plylock's Hurricane Clips. We made USAA insurance for members like Kate. A former Army medic made of the flexibility to handle whatever Monday has in store and tackle four things at once. So when her car got hit, she didn't worry. She simply filed a claim on her USAA app and said, I've got this. USAA Insurance has made the way Kate needs it. Easy. She can even pick her payment plan, so it's easy on her budget and her life. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. USAA. Blackmagic Design's ATEM Mini line of line production switchers makes it easy to create professional broadcast quality programs and multi-camera productions and stream them live to YouTube, Facebook, and more, or present live via Zoom and Skype. Simply connect the A10 Mini and switch live up to eight high-quality video camera inputs for dramatically better quality images. All A10 Mini models have USB that works like a webcam for use with any streaming software, while the A10 Mini Pro and the A10 Mini Extreme models add direct live streaming and recording to USB discs. A10 Mini models start at $295. For more information, visit blackmagicdesign.com. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, uh, today's very interesting topic. We're going to venture away from the purely hurricane discussions that we uh, have most of the time on the show. And uh, uh, we're going to have with us Bob Caniglia, Director of Sales Operations, North America, Black Magic Design. Uh, he began working in the film and television industry in 1985 as a part-time camera operator and editor on industrial videos. He went on to become a commercial producer director at a local CBS affiliate. He moved to Los Angeles and worked as an editor for the Disney Channel and 525 post-production, later working on music videos for Prince, Madonna, and Michael uh, Jackson. Uh, leveraging his real-world industry experience, Bob made the transition to working with a variety of production and uh, post-production manufacturers, including Panasonic, Quantel, Snell, Da Vinci Systems, and now Blackmagic Design. So uh, welcome, Bob, uh, to our show. I'm fascinated with the topic. I look forward to hearing what you have to say. Great. Well, thanks for having me, Bill, and everybody there, out there in uh, Weatherland. So, uh, yeah, Blackmagic has made, uh, makes a lot of different products nowadays. Uh, when I started, I came with the DaVinci acquisition, so which is DaVinci Resolve color correction software, which has now grown into an editor, uh, visual effects, Fairlight audio, and, of course, the DaVinci color that we're known for. Uh, but over time, Blackmagic acquired some other companies and then even uh, decided to make their own cameras. So today I'm using one of, the, one of our pocket cinema cameras as my main camera. Uh, I also have one of our new ATEM switchers. Now, these ATEM switchers, uh, the small ones, ATEM Mini, uh, we started uh, those uh, just not long before the pandemic started. And as the pandemic went on, we were doing more and more Zoom calls. Uh, people wanted to do more streaming events and, you know, either working from home or doing, you know, music from home or doing, you know, the weather from home. There's a lot of people that have been working from home, obviously. So uh, these switchers now give us the ability to switch multiple cameras. So 
and uh, we can do uh, chroma keys. We, you know, so right now this is a green screen. Actually, that's my family room. I'm not allowed to be in, uh, but uh, I use it as my background. And um, I'll take you through uh, what I have set up. Uh, if I uh, were actually doing the weather, I, I don't have great graphics, but uh, th I think you'll get the point anyway. So on this setup, what I have is I have my first camera, and I'm sitting here in my chair. And then what I could do is say, okay, well. Uh, let's take a look, a look at the weather, and I go over to uh, walk over to my other green screen, and I come out and I say, all right, well, here we go. We have this uh, low system that's coming right up here. It's going to bring a mess when it hits something else, and uh, I can just, you know, point in front of my green screen, do whatever graphics we, we have or whatever. I have a little cheat sheet that I'll show you in a second, so I go over and say, oh, look at this weather. Wouldn't that be nice if we actually had those temperatures? Uh, those look a lot more moderate than we're used to. But uh, those are something that we could have. And then I can sit back in the chair and uh, we can go through other things. Now, in my particular setup, I actually have additional cameras. So um, I have another camera that shows uh, Atlantic City. And uh, I even have a, a tight shot to show the water. Now, um, not everybody would have that many cameras, but you can. Uh, our cameras are relatively inexpensive. So uh, this kind of setup can become, um, you know, pretty advanced. Now, one of the things that I use is... Uh, is a little a thing called a, a, a stream deck. Uh, so it has hot buttons so I can punch up the right things instead of having to try and use the software. But the software is actually pretty easy to use. Um, I'll show it to you. This is the uh, ATEM software. So uh, it looks like a traditional setup. Um, but what, what I'm able to do is uh, I create macros. So, and then uh, in the stream deck, I fire off those macros. So the macros being like right now, I'm just gonna hit one button and that's going to switch the input to show this camera and also do the chroma key. And all those settings are saved, so I know it's going to look good when I do it. And um, all of these, so I plug my microphone. I have a, a, um, I have a lavalier that I plug into the camera. And, uh, and so all of those things are very easy to set up. Uh, you, you know, you need a light, but lights are inexpensive. So it's amazing what we've done. We've kind of uh, taken what used to cost thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars and boiled it down into some fairly low cost products. And uh, so more and more people are taking advantage of it because, uh, you know, working from home, I mean, not everybody, even in a non-pandemic area, if someone were to get sick late, but you had a setup at home, you could actually just say, all right, go to me live. I'll just do it, do it from my house. So how long did it uh, take you to set all of that up? Just those screens <laughs> that you've got? Give us an idea. Yeah, so um, to be honest, it doesn't take very long. Uh, I was able to, so uh, I just moved into this new office that has a little bit more space than the other one, but it's still not that large a room, to be honest. And so uh, the first green screen behind me is, uh, let me go to that. I'll just show you what that looks like. Um, camera one. So that's, that's this. This is just a pop-up. It's green or blue, it flips behind, right? So then uh, the other green screen, which you're, you're not really gonna see uh, anything other than green if I, whoops, wrong one. There we go, whoops, uh, sorry. This is why I have the macros. I'm going through all the cameras. So that one is just a big green screen. Now you don't see the edges because I wanted it to be able to be just green so that when I walk on, you don't, I, I'm not cut off, I just walk straight on, uh, but if I, if I pan the camera over, you'd see the, the, um, the tripods that are holding it up. So, it, but again, that wasn't a very uh, expensive green screen. And fortunately, even 
when I use, I have this other one that I use that's um, kind of crinkled green paper, but the key will work really well because the keyer the, that does the chroma key in the A10 Mini uh, is very, very good. And uh, so it, it, it will compensate for any sort of lighting issues you might have and whatnot uh, and easy to, easy to set up. And as I say, once you create the macros, you save the settings, then you don't have to touch it again. Uh, so that, that also makes it easy. So yeah, it's, it doesn't take very long. It just, uh, you just need some HDMI cables, HDMI out of the camera into, uh, the ATEMs and you don't have to use black magic cameras. Obviously you could use whatever, uh, HDMI type cameras you have, or if you have even an SDI camera, you can convert SDI to HDMI. Uh, the big shot that I have, um, going down to the ocean, that's a uh, one of our larger cameras that's SDI, but I convert it to HDMI to get into the into the switcher. But uh, I still have control over that over that camera. As a matter of fact, I um, I can I can zoom that camera just from my chair. Uh, so I have complete uh, capability there. Matter of fact, I, I was thinking I should offer to the to the weather guys in Philly that I'll just leave the camera up and then they can take it whenever they want. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> Show us how you did that in software, because I think you're controlling yeah. it from that software. I, I, exactly right. So if I go to the uh, software, um, now you, uh, you're just not you're not going to see the camera itself, but but uh, on camera, uh, which one was that? That was four. So there's the the zoom. Now I go back to uh, four. Whoops, not with me on it. Uh, you can I'll. Uh, you know, that's the camera that I was doing. So it, it, it's not difficult. Um, we, we, we've done a lot of work to try and make it easier for people to, uh, to do it. Now, the, the software itself, so there's, there's me. Uh, I'm going to, let me put uh, the other camera. I'm going to uh, flop them uh, and see. Oops, let me see if I can put that back up. Uh, so when we do have um, the... Uh, Sorry, it's bad when I'm trying to be a TD that I don't normally do. Um, so, uh, but but what, what I was going to say is that the the idea is that um, the software itself is the same software that we have for our A10 Mini at 295, all the way up to our $10,000 uh, Constellation 8K. The software is the same, and I've even discovered that people that get one new that are new to it. Uh, find that if they talk to somebody at their church or a local school, they'll know about it. Uh, you know, it, it kind of goes up and down the line in terms of, uh, of of how easy it is to use, but also that that it's consistent. And the same with our menus for our cameras. They're all uh, written on the same operating system, so they have the same uh, software uh, controls all the way through. So that is a big help for people that uh, have either uh, multiple cameras that are different Blackmagic cameras, but uh, at least the software is the same, so it's easy to use. And, you know, the menu structure has to be simple. Otherwise, you know, it doesn't do us any good because we're a volume company. We, we, that's how we get our prices so low because we anticipate selling so many, but you can't sell a lot if it's too complicated to use. I mean, there were, when I worked in post-production, there were a couple of devices that like three guys in all of Hollywood knew how to use. Well, what good is that uh, if you're trying to do a lot of work? So it doesn't work that way. Right. It seems like you're selling to a lot of people that are not not um, technical directors of TV stations, people that have to figure this out on their own. Uh, that's exactly right. Now, this the thing about this is that uh, because you can um, hook them up to 
through Ethernet, you could actually control them remotely. Um, you know, that's done now. So, you know, during the Olympics, there will be physical heart ATEM switchers in uh, Tokyo, but they'll be controlled by people in the United States. And uh, so there's always, always that option, too, which is clever. Can you explain a little bit about how that works? Yeah, sure. So it's, it's the same software that I'm showing, and they have dedicated uh, lines. So when you pick what, which, uh, which ATEM you're going to be looking for, if you're on the same network and you dial in the correct address. And as a matter of fact, in, in our setup, um, let me go to our, our software. When you um, go to the connection menu, um, where is it? Uh, preferences. Oh, I know why, because I have two screens on here. So it won't let me go to the other screen at the moment. But when you go to the connection menu, it, it brings up a drop box uh, to show you uh, your choices on the network. Uh, it used to be just IP addresses, but now it's physical names. So you could have one that just says, you know, Alex ATEM, uh, Bill's ATEM, Tim's ATEM. That way you know which one you're, you're connecting to. Um, let me see if I can... Get my menu back. I may be able to bring that up for you. Let's see. Since I've got mine connected. You have yours. There you go. There you go. So if you, when you go to the connection menu, which is up uh, under that. Yeah, that's what yeah. it looks like. You can see the IP addresses and uh, what you've called them. Yeah. So, and when you do that, uh, what you're, you know, that makes it that much more simple. As a matter of fact, it was the, it was the Olympics guys who actually asked for us to put them in by name. Uh, as opposed to IP address so that they could, you know, have a, a much easier time. Because what happens is the same guy that's set up, and he could have a physical panel as well, or just the software, uh, you could switch venues uh, without having to go anywhere. You stay in your chair. You know, you, you do uh, one venue, then the next. Um, and, and the same with, you know, sort of central casting. You know, if, if they had multiple people from working from home, you could have a guy that just connects to the switcher and takes over and does it. When they did the, uh, the Emmy Awards last year, I was watching those and I said, boy, some of these guys look really good at home. I wonder why. Well, we discovered that they sent out a whole bunch of Blackmagic cameras, a whole bunch of Blackmagic switchers, but then they remotely controlled them. Uh, you know, they, they, they were able to dial in and take control to do the settings for the camera and, and, and whatnot. I, um, so I think that that's one of the things that, uh, that we, we, we can make it more sophisticated than it is, but at a base level, the good thing is you take the HDMI out, you plug it into the switcher, it just works um, because uh, that's what it needs to do. Otherwise, you know, we'd have too many tech support calls. But uh, also I think that Blackmagic has a, a, a good um, customer base. We have a, an active forum on our website and guys share, uh, you know, questions and answers. And most of the time they ask a question and it's other users that'll answer the question before anyone from Blackmagic even gets to do it. So uh, I think that, that that's uh, something unique. Uh, certainly back when I was working, uh, you know, you had to ask about 10 times before somebody would teach you a trick uh, technically. But these days you just look on the internet and you can find whatever you want. <laughs> this is true. Uh, do, you, uh, do you have frequent updates to the software? Like ah. Almost everybody else. <laughs> Uh, well, so it's funny about that is, um, yes, we, we do updates all the time. We don't charge for updates. Uh, so we do uh, have a, our Twitter handle, which is blackmagic underscore news. 
uh, is great. It's the first thing I check in the morning is I check, I check our, our, um, our Twitter feed to see if we did any software updates overnight. And uh, last night we did do one uh, for our video assists. And uh, so we check that and I tell everybody, just subscribe to that. That'll tell you all the news because, you know, we, 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 we certainly come out with a lot of new products. Uh, even during the pandemic, we came out with the Ursa Mini, I mean, the ATEM uh, Mini Pro, Pro ISO, the Extreme, and the Extreme ISO. So four different uh, versions of the, of the ATEM Mini. And we added features that weren't there from the start. So, for instance, the ATEM Mini, which was 295 suddenly we could do the control and the software of the cameras, the pocket cinema cameras that we didn't have originally. Uh, so, you know, we, we're, we're always trying to add features and, and because of the, the way the pandemic, uh, you know, developed over time, we shifted what we were gonna make. So we made more devices and more products to help enable people to do professional looking broadcasts from home uh, and that has that's, you know, we, we definitely had to pivot from doing some of the other things we wanted to do. Hmm. The output from your switchers, from the ATEM, any of the others, it, it goes directly into your computer. What's, what's the output format? So, so, uh, so in this particular case, I'm just using it as my webcam. So uh, when it handshakes with Zoom, Zoom just says, oh, which, you know, which webcam are you using? The one built into your computer or the Blackmagic one? And you pick the Blackmagic one, and, and that's what you get. We also have the ability to stream directly. And when you do the streaming directly, then you can, you can actually select, uh, you know, what, what level of quality you want to do the streaming in the encoder. So on the ATEM Mini Pro, the Pro ISO, the Extreme Extreme ISO, they all have the built-in encoder, so you can stream from there. Now, one of the other things that we did recently was that we added in, uh, in the the pro, pro ISO, extreme and extreme ISO is the ability to, I can't, where's my phone? Um, is the ability to tether your cell phone to the ATEM uh, with the USB-C port. And if you have, you know, good cell service, you can actually use, you can tether to your phone and stream directly that way. So uh, you wouldn't even need to connect to, the, to, the, to an ethernet port. You could just use that as your streaming capability. And so now it's given people even more ability to stream anywhere and to be able to stream multiple cameras anywhere. I mean, you know, we think about uh, TV when they go out and do a live shot, they always have one camera. They could easily have a second camera and a switcher and stream it back to the station uh, now uh, for a lot less money than it ever would have cost. So I think that we'll definitely see some people doing some different things. I mean, I'm in this one office. I have four cameras set up, <laughs> you know, and I'm just... Uh, you know, and, and again, if the switcher is, 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 uh, on an, on a network, uh, then they're, they're able to get into that switcher and, uh, and remotely control too. So there's a, a lot of good options there. We can keep it very simple, but as I said, we can make it much more complicated if needed. So an incredibly versatile, uh, little piece of equipment there, all the, even the very small one with the same type of software, you can still do the same things you do with the, like the mini extreme almost. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 um, yeah, same. It's you know, you you just have less keyers, less inputs, or whatever. But the same basic structure there. This this ATEM, you know, the 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 key that I've done, this chroma key is the same chroma key I would have done in the ATEM Mini. Uh, it, it it is the same one because that's what I started with, and mm -hmm. I just keep moving up the line. But uh, mm -hmm. the the actual keyer is the same, uh, and uh, you know, we have the still store that we can add these, um, you know, add backgrounds into. 
and that's all part of the same software going up. And you know, when you when you do look at the software, you'll notice that um, th there are buttons that are grayed out and whatnot, and that's just because on those models, uh, you know, as you go up, you'll, you'll those buttons will fill in. Now, like in this area, I have four tiers now, but on the A10 Mini, there's only one, so these buttons would be grayed out. But uh, overall, I think that we what it's all about being able to go up and down the line. I mean, when we first came out with the A10 Mini, we had a lot of current larger A10 users show up and say, well, how do we, you know, how do you use this, this A10? I said, eh, look at the software. They're like, oh, it's the same software. I said, yes, same software. Just, you know, you can only do whatever, um, whatever's available uh, in the product, obviously. But uh, at least you know that they're all in the same place and same settings. And, um, and you can really import, if you, if you save a, setting you can import it in or out of any of the other atems it'll just warn you that you may not get all of the same features from that but it'll do its best to uh, populate it as as well as it should be yes that i think that's the, one of the really cool things is that you can save it as an xml file and then right. send that xml file to another atem user they load it up and restore it and there you go you've got you've got everything yeah. set up for you that's it. And the other thing that we have is the uh, ATEM streaming bridge. So that's like a, a streaming receiver. So I can stream from here and then the ATEM streaming bridge uh, could be back at the station and it would convert the ethernet uh, file transfer, the, you know, the stream, but it converts it back to HDMI or SDI so they can uh, put it into their router or whatever and do and go to air. Or if you're in a place where you're going to do a small setup, but you want to actually send that uh, output to a, a large monitor or a, or a projector or something like that, you can use it that way. Use the Ethernet, uh, the, the network that they have in the building, and then but be able to stream it to that device and then take the HDMI or SDI out and put it into the monitor or, or the projector. So a lot of cool little devices. that, And that was another product that kind of came because of what we were doing now, you know, if everybody is going to stream back to the TV station, wouldn't it be great if they could just receive the stream and turn it back into baseband, into SDRA, HDMI, so that they can use it in their, uh, in their infrastructure. Yeah, and that's basically that little streaming bridge. You just connect. You can connect the output of the ATEM into that, and then that will send it through the Internet back over to the No, base. no, no. So it's the other way. The streaming bridge is the receiver. It's a confusing name. So they could have, should have called it the ATEM streaming receiver because all go. it's doing is receiving the stream from an ATEM, whether it's next to you or wherever. So, yeah, so you could, you could send it that way directly, but it's also designed to be anywhere, which is the beauty of the Internet, obviously, is that, like right now, anybody can be watching us from anywhere around the world, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's the same thing with the stream bridge. So you can send it locally through the Ethernet, but you would also be able to send it through the network and go wherever it needs to go. Right, so you just put that streaming bridge wherever you want and send, send to it. Correct. Very, yeah. very cool. Very, very cool idea. Tim? Does that, does that you know, TV stations are using live views and zeros and things like that. <clears throat> Do we then, would we then take, take the output from the ATM into that or just ignore that completely, just go right around that, not even use it? You know, we use the, the live view or the zero to send our signal back. Right. So, well, I guess it depends on, on how you're set up. But the, the fact is you now have that signal in a uh, in baseband so that you could put it into a router, take it direct or put it into a switcher to put it into a box and, you know, in the program or whatever they need to do. So 
they really it, it's really designed to give people choices because uh, especially when they were doing so many at the same time, they needed to be able to see them all at once. And so being able to send them and then putting them into a multi-view or something like that, then you're able to uh, you know, get the up. And that's the other thing. The multi-view on some of the larger models uh, is is really cool. Um, the where is it? The the multi-view that I have uh, is uh, unique because in the extreme version, you can put <clears throat> any box you want. Uh, it doesn't matter which one you're using. So, uh, you know, in the sense that it, there's a structure to some of our multi-views, but in the, in the uh, advanced one that we have now, um, let me see. Let me check. Let me change it for you guys so you can see what I'm talking about. It's not going out, is it? The multi-view? No, I just no. see you. You're just seeing me. Uh, oh. Why wouldn't it change? It's not going out. Uh, well, that's odd. i got to blame the guy who wired it up. That's me. <laughs> we know him. We know him. Yeah, I have to have to show you that on another on, uh, another day. But the but the multi view is flexible, so that you don't have to uh, stick to a strict uh, program preview. You can put any of the inputs, and you can make uh, it's basically in quadrants. So uh, you can either have four images in one quadrant or one image in a quadrant, and then each of the four quadrants can have one or multiple images. So uh, it makes it easier for people to configure for what they're doing and what they need to see because not everybody needs to see every input every time. So uh, that's, that's the way that works. Um, so yeah, it's, it's um, the, each step has tried to make it more easy or, or, or solve other problems. You know, even the, eight, the, uh, the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema cameras, we had the cinema camera, the 4K was the first one, then we had the 6K and, the 6, and now the Pro, uh, 6K Pro. And the Pro now has two, um, uh, mic inputs. So that was one we added. It has a, a HDR screen, so it's a high high res screen, so that it works well at night. It's tiltable, uh, so you know each progression has uh, has kind of you know uh, added some features that make people want it. Uh, I know lots of people that have bought A10 Minis and then have moved on to one of the other uh, devices as they came out, just because you know they they wanted those features and um, easy to repurpose some of the other ones, especially at the cost. Let's go back to the very beginning now, to, to the A10 Mini, the, the one that's, mm -hmm. what, 295, I think. How many inputs does that have, and, and what is the, you know, how many cameras can we use with that? Right, so that's four inputs, so four HDMI inputs, so it could be four cameras. Uh, that has, uh, so they also take embedded audio, and then there's also a mic input, so two mic inputs, so you could bring in additional audio if needed. And uh, those inputs What's good about it is that once you set your output resolution, you know, if you're going 1080p, uh, you know, 2997 or something like that, it won't matter what you feed it. Uh, it. It has conversion built in, so which is great because people otherwise, you know, like when you plug a computer in, your computer runs at, say, 60 hertz. Uh, so the computer that I have plugged in, I didn't have to change anything on the computer or on the ATEM. It just says, I got it. I'll take the signal. I'll, I'll make it work. Um, so yeah, so the A10 Mini, the original, was the four input. The Pro added the ability to record, and it also added the ability to have an output of the multi-view. Uh, then the Pro ISO, ISO, that did a record, ISO recording, so you could record 
the program output and the uh, the the four inputs would be recorded uh, uh, as ISO reels, and then it created a DaVinci Resolve project. So you open up in DaVinci Resolve, and there's your whole program, and you can go in and you could edit and tweak it. Uh, then the Extreme model came out, and that had uh, eight inputs, <clears throat> and uh, it had two HDMI outputs and two USB ports to be able to, so you could connect one USB port to a, a record to a hard drive to record, and the other USB to your um, to your computer to do the webcam output. So it did, you know, it, ch it changed uh, the game there. And then the Extreme ISO is now doing ISO recording for all eight inputs. Uh, so you could have up to eight cameras uh, on that one, um, depends, you know, anything. So like this particular setup, I have the Extreme ISO, I have four cameras and a computer plugged in. Um, and so it, it can record all those and it'll record whatever stills you use and it makes a DaVinci Resolve project so that you could actually edit uh, down the road. So um, that, that's pretty cool. And, if, and to another level, if you're using our pocket cinema cameras, you could record Blackmagic RAW, which is our highest resolution, inside the cameras at the same time as doing the uh, recording of the stream. So you would have the ISO records that were done at the compression that you were using but then you would have the raw files on those uh, other cameras. So you could go back into DaVinci Resolve, relink it, and then have um, the 6K or 4K or 6K uh, resolution if, if that was needed. So it's giving people different, a lot of the bands like that because they'll do a stream of the music, but then they'll go back and take the raw files and make like, a better music video out of it. I think what's amazing is you've taken, you, you, well, that you can let Alex make Bill and I look really good from remotely. <laughs> We could put those things here, and Bill and I would both look great. So I like I like what you're doing, uh, and make and it's affordable. So let's let's take a break. Uh, we've got more to talk about, but after the break, we'll come back with Bob and talk a little bit more about what's going on in Blackmagic Design and some of the great products. We'll be right back. Blackmagic Design's ATEM Streaming Bridge is a video converter that lets users receive an H.264 stream from any ATEM Mini Pro or ATEM Mini Extreme switcher and convert it back to SDI and HDMI video. This means users can send video to remote locations around their local Ethernet network or via the Internet globally. ATEM Streaming Bridge is the perfect way to use ATEM Mini Pro or ATEM Mini Extreme as a remote broadcast studio. ATEM Streaming Bridge is available for $245 from Blackmagic Design resellers worldwide. For more information, visit blackmagicdesign.com. Beach lovers know it. Fishermen and water lovers know it. Little kids and big kids know it. Sandcastle builders, free spirits, and adventure seekers know it. Everyone who's ever been here knows it. South Padre Island is so fun, so perfect, and most of all, so Padre. Plan your escape at SoPadre.com. Hello, I'm Haskell Moore, and I've been teaching disaster preparedness for over 20 years. And one thing I can assure you is in an emergency situation, the difference between life and death may be a rugged, reliable flashlight. That's why I recommend the Maglite ML300L 4D cell LED long-running flashlight. This light's capable of producing over a thousand lumens and casting a beam over 500 yards, yet in eco mode will run for over two weeks continuously 
continuous on one set of batteries. And if you act now, enter discount code NTWC, that's NTWC for National Tropical Weather Conference on the Maglite website, you'll get 20% off everything on the website. That's NTWC on the maglite.com website. Get yours today. Welcome back to NTWC Live. We're talking today with Bob Coniglia from Black Magic Design about uh, the ATEM line of switchers and the Mini and the Mini Pro and the ISO and all those great things. I think one of the biggest things about this, Bob, is you guys have made this stuff affordable so that, so that you know, broadcasters, yes, but you also talk about churches can use it and all these different organizations can use this and really make a professional-looking product. Yeah, well, you know, this is the thing. Um, we try to enable the masses, right? So the only way to do that is to make it uh, low cost and to make it high performance and easy to use. And so, you know, there's the old saying, make it cheaper, better, faster. You can pick two, but at, at Blackmagic, we pick three. So <laughs> take it all. Uh, and, and, you know, when you talk about like the ATEM mini line, they start at $295. So, you know, for $300, you're getting into professional quality uh, switcher that will output uh, up to four cameras and you can do a chroma key like I'm doing here. And you could, you know, it's, it, it's just very flexible and, and uh, very easy to use and, and, and something that uh, more and more people have, have been buying uh, over the past year, thankfully. Uh, but we've been keeping people busy with uh, trying out new setups at home in churches and schools and, and the like. So, so it's affordable. Let's talk about the price because, you know, 295 is the entry level, um, which is amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've been in the business long enough to know that a switcher, you know, years ago, you were looking oh. at spending, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for a switcher. And now Absolutely. you can get it for 295 but you can get all these extra uh, effects and, and inputs for just a little more than that. Well, right. So we, we started 295 Then we have the Pro at 495 the Pro ISO at uh, 795 the Extreme, which is eight inputs, at 995 And then for 1295 the Extreme ISO. So that uh, would be the, uh, the ability to have not just the eight inputs, but also to be able to record, ISO record uh, those eight inputs. And our cameras are, are relatively inexpensive for cinema cameras. These are cinema cameras that are also being used as studio cameras. So they kind of do both. Uh, and they start at $1,295. So, yeah, we've, we've, we've tried to make the packages uh, be flexible because the, the cinema cameras are great because not only can you use them to be uh, live cameras like we're using, but you could also go out and shoot cinematic uh, work with them and, uh, and so that they're dual purpose for sure. That's terrific. And, you know, and Bill, Bill, you've been sitting quietly over there. I know that, that uh, <laughs> this is not your area of expertise, but, but I, I, you know, I don't know if you've got any questions you want to ask because it's been – uh, uh, not just weather talk today, but it's been really interesting. Yeah, the, well, I, I think back to uh, uh, 30 years ago, and one of my uh, jobs when I was up at headquarters was uh, uh, struggling to figure out how to communicate a subset of the radar data and, and how complex and expensive that was for uh, just a, a token chunk of the data that was available. Of course, now it's the entire package is there for the asking uh, for almost you know, ten bucks a month, I get my fee off the radar, so it's it's really become economical on that. So, uh, my question would be: uh, uh, I assume your R and D people are looking into the future. Are there any uh, exciting advances you guys are thinking about might be down the road? Well, 
uh, you know, it's one of the things about Black Magic. We, we, we don't reveal what's coming down the pike, but I will say this. They are actively working on a lot of things. And um, we've, we've had uh, some issues with uh, parts, like everybody has. You know, you can't get cars, you can't get all these things. But what we've been able to do is try to redesign to anticipate the things that we can get and what can we build next. And, uh, and that's really been an interesting um, uh, way for us to, to, to pivot as needed. We, we also have, have our own manufacturing plants, so we're not relying on third parties to, to build our products. Uh, we rely on third parties to make little chips, but, but not the actual assembly. Uh, so we do have our own uh, factories and that has helped. Um, fortunately, the uh, air traffic has gotten a little bit better than it was because there were times where we had daily flights from different places and then it was once a week and things like that. So that slowed down some transport, but th those are coming up. So yeah, I anticipate that we'll have some new, new toys uh, by the end of the summer for sure uh, in some category, one way or the other. And uh, we always look forward to that. And as I say, if you follow us on uh, Twitter there, blackmagic underscore news, it'll tell you not only just the updates, but also the upcoming product announcements. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I guess the other question I had is, uh, uh, what's the scale? What's your volume of business? Nah. <laughs> well, uh, it's, uh, it's more than people think. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think the CEO once in a while will, will drop how many, but you know, this past 12 months, it's been, uh, it's been a lot of products more than we've ever shipped before. Um, and under more difficult times, but we were able to do it. But I think a lot of it is we're still able to get the message out. So we're doing things like this as opposed to going to trade shows. Uh, you know, th this has been helpful to be able to go out and participate at a little bit longer line. A lot of times you do a little press interview and it's, you know, a minute and you're done. Uh, but being able to take people through a little bit longer session has been very helpful. Um, you know, and as a matter of fact, I, I wanted to... Uh, I failed earlier, so I wanted to go back to uh, something to show you guys. Uh, so if I have that, uh, the camera down by the beach now, uh, you can see it. And uh, well, if, I, if I actually, you got to control the right camera there, Bob. I just saw I control the other one. Um, there we go. Hold so that. that's back into the window. And then I can do my semi-presidential zoom uh, <laughs> on the way down. So... Uh, yeah, so that has been, uh, you know, it, it's it's fun for me to play with the toys all the time, that's for sure. Um, but uh, helping people figure it out. Now, one of the things I tell everybody, there's an easy way to sound better. Because if you don't sound good, it doesn't matter how good your video looks, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know that. Uh, yeah. So I've bought, I don't know how many of these, but uh, these little foam squares that you can buy um, uh, to den deaden the sound. So my whole desk is covered with foam. Uh, to try and deaden sound because if you, you know, otherwise you sound like you're in a hollow room. And so uh, I don't know how many of these squares, I, I keep finding them. I don't, I, I must've bought more than I thought I did. Um, but because uh, we just moved and I was like, why do I have this many? But uh, so I think maybe my wife might've bought them for a padded wall for me or something, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. So, the them, yeah. Yeah, so, but I think that that, that is uh, one of the important things is sounding good. Uh, it's, it's, it's more important because, you know, if you can still hear me, then we can communicate. But if I'm just flapping lips and you're looking at a shot of the beach, it doesn't really do us any good. So, yeah, that, that has been one thing that I've tried to help uh, 
people to say, you know, if you just put a towel or a blanket down uh, out of camera sight, uh, I wish the woman from the CDC would listen to me because she still sounds like she's in a hollow room somewhere. And if you just put a blanket on the floor, she would sound a whole lot better. Um, so, so how, uh, how do you... Uh, and my thing on the floor is a hundred pound uh, chocolate lab mix. You think he's doing the trick? Well, that helps for sure. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's <laughs> you're buying me the whole talk. <laughs> well, that that does help because it's like anything. If you're if you go into your closet and you speak in your closet, it's the sound is there's no there's no echo. There's no nothing because your closet's full of fabric. Right. So if you ever have to do a voiceover go into the closet and record it in there because that's the most soundproof uh, room in your house. Um, I did a recording once. We, we, we had to uh, empty out our whole laundry room to uh, paint it, and, but our alarm system was still in there. And when I set the alarm, it said, alarm off, and it just echoed and was loud as could be. And I said, oh, it's because we took all the towels and all the clothes out of there. So I recorded it. And then I, after we put it back together again and we had our rags and you know, clothes hanging and all that stuff. I recorded it again, and the difference was night and day. And, you know, it, it proved the point. I think it wasn't until then that my wife finally believed me that there was a purpose for buying all these things. Uh, but, you know, it, it's one of those things that people don't think about. I mean, we're, a, we're mostly a video company, but we do deal with audio, obviously. But the audio has been, for me, the audio has been the biggest issue. That and people pointing their camera out the window and it closes the iris down and you can't see them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then there's that. Then there's that. So I guess the, the, the bottom line, ultimate question is, where do we find your products? Where can we get them? Yeah. So the best place to look for is blackmagicdesign.com. It's all one word. And there's a reseller section uh, that'll take you to your local reseller or your national reseller. Uh, Blackmagic doesn't sell direct because of the volume. We sell through the resellers around the world and they can help you. Uh, put the rest of it together because you're going to need a lens. You're going to need cables and things like that. We don't sell and they can put a whole package together for you. Very nice. Very nice. Fascinating stuff. We're going to take one more break. Uh, we'll come back from that break. We'll wrap it up and, uh, and talk about what's coming up next week. So stay with us. We'll be right back. We make USAA insurance for renters who make the most of their space and money. That's why we make it easy to cover the stuff you love for as little as 33 cents a day. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Blackmagic Design's ATEM Mini line of line production switchers makes it easy to create professional broadcast quality programs and multi-camera productions and stream them live to YouTube, Facebook, and more, or present live via Zoom and Skype. Simply connect the A10 Mini and switch live up to eight high-quality video camera inputs for dramatically better quality images. All A10 Mini models have USB that works like a webcam for use with any streaming software, while the A10 Mini Pro and the A10 Mini Extreme models add direct live streaming and recording to USB discs. A10 Mini models start at $295. For more information, visit blackmagicdesign.com. Hello, I'm Haskell Moore, and I've been teaching disaster preparedness for over 20 years. And one thing I can assure you is in an emergency situation, the difference between life and death may be a rugged, reliable flashlight. That's why I recommend the Maglite ML300L 4D cell LED long-running flashlight. 
This light's capable of producing over a thousand lumens and casting a beam over 500 yards, yet in eco mode will run for over two weeks continuous on one set of batteries. And if you act now, enter discount code NTWC, that's NTWC, for National Tropical Weather Conference on the Maglite website, you'll get 20% off everything on the website. That's NTWC on the maglite.com website. Get yours today. Welcome back to NTWC Live. It is Wednesday, July the 14th, and we're with Bob Coniglia today from Black Magic Design. We've been talking about all of the, the great products, the line of products that Black Magic has. Uh, but there's one more product we want to talk about before we wrap this up, Bob. Tell us about this. Yeah, so the Web Presenter HD is a, a new one that we came out with, which basically designed to, you know, the ATEM Mini. Uh, pro and up can stream directly from the, uh, the the switcher. But if you have a different switcher or you have just a camera that you want to be able to stream directly out of, the WebPresenter HD will do that. Uh, it has the built-in encoder just like the uh, advanced A10 Mini line. And this way you take uh, an SDI in and you can stream directly to it and stream it to an A10 streaming bridge back at the station or wherever so that they can get it out on the air. And uh, yeah, so those products uh, are, are all available now uh, on our website. Um, you know, both the, the WebPresenter HD is, is, you know, $500 and the, um, the, the, the streaming bridge is, I think, $265, some, somewhere around there. So very inexpensive products, but very powerful. And uh, yeah, as I say, go to blackmagicdesign.com. You can learn all about those things and, uh, and find a reseller to purchase from. At the end of the program today, I'll be passing your number along to our buyer at the television station so that they can visit with you about some of the great products. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, Bob, thank you. What a great program today. I think just a good, a good uh, uh, program for the, all the broadcast meteorologists and everybody else in the room, if you will, that, that uh, has an interest in, 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 in doing any kind of a program from home, from the office, from out in the field, wherever. Uh, some great products that can make that happen. So, Bob, we really appreciate it. Thanks for taking time to be with us Thanks. today, Bob Kinnick. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. You bet. Bill, any final thoughts? Yeah, just uh, again, I want to thank you, Bob, for being with us. Uh, I think it was great that, it, uh, that your company was in a position uh, to help people in a tough situation with uh, uh, working from home and give them a nice professional technical system to do it with. Uh, thank you. Shift, shifting back into the hurricane mode, uh, uh, our own Dr. Phil came out with his update last week and his he updated his numbers, mainly to account for what we had already had. And he, and he pointed out how uh, an early season July storm in the main development uh, re, uh, region uh, often correlates with a very active season. So he's pretty bullish on his uh, busier than normal season. So enjoy the two weeks of quiet now and then uh, put your seats in the upright position and fasten your seatbelts come August. <laughs> well, that's that's not encouraging at all, Bill. Thank you, <laughs> but but we'll be ready. We'll be ready. We know that. We'll help get you ready here on NTWC Live. We're here every Wednesday morning at uh, ten o'clock. We will be back next week. Vitas Reed is going to join us. If you uh, are in West Palm Beach, Florida, you may know Vitas Reed. He's CBS twelve there, the chief meteorologist. Also spent some time in Baltimore and in Indianapolis for a while, and he's going to talk to us really to the, to the TV weather guys in the room about the big ask, about, you know, you want this thing. How do we ask for it? What's the best way to go in and present when we need this, this big thing for our weather department? So that's next week. Venus Reed is going to join us. So um, and we've got a lot of great programs coming up again every Wednesday morning. So, gentlemen, thank you. Great program today. 
Um, uh, Bob, Bill, Alex, great question as well. We appreciate that. And I know we'll have eight, Tim Minnie sitting on our desk, Bill and I both, real soon. I, I just sense that, that yes. that's going to happen until the weekend. <laughs> so Alex can make even us look good. You know, so we appreciate that. All right. That's a great program for today. Thank you. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us on Hurricane Center. Produced by the Storm Science Network and made possible by USAA, South Padre Island Convention and Tourist Bureau, and Plylux Hurricane Clips. You can find other episodes on HurricaneCenterLive.com.